Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micros podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps and award-seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. Just drop that ass, bitch, it's open micers in the house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Jason with his bald ass head, Jacob looking in bed. It's open micers, bitch, heard what I said. Drop that ass, drop that ass, open micers in the house. Drop that ass, pop that pussy, open micers in the house. Open micers in the house, open micers in the mouse. Drop that ass, pop that pussy, open micers in the house. The mic is now open. The mic is open. <laughs> My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, dude. And I've got a big intro for this guy for this episode because this is a return guest that has been a long time in the making, dude. Literally since the first time we've had him on, we've wanted to have him back on. And we just found the perfect excuse because he's released his very own first ever hour long special, Have Some Dignity. Available now on YouTube through Equal Vision Records. And it is, we'll get into how good it is on the episode, guys. But you know him from Sopranos, 30 Rock, Comedy Central. You don't know him from any of those things. (laughs) You don't know him from those things, but he's done them. He's done them. You know him from being very good at stand-up. That's what you know him from. Exemplified by his special currently having more than 23,000 views right now on YouTube. Last of that I checked. You actually have an opportunity to see him this weekend as well. If you're local to us, you can check him out at Library Riot in Lake Charles, Louisiana on the 31st. You can check him out at the Hideaway Den and Arcade in Mandeville, Louisiana on, on September 1st. Or you can check him out at Artmosphere Bistro, Lafayette, Louisiana, September 2nd. He's got a good little run coming up. Guys, it's the second appearance of Neil Rubenstein. How you doing, brother? Hey, man. How, how are you guys? Thanks for having me on again. Dude, thanks for coming on again, especially after you just quietly <laughs> drop like a fantastic freaking special. You know, quiet because no one's listening. You know, <laughs> dude, people are listening. Twenty three thousand people are listening so far. It's, it's just mean, going yeah. up. No, it's no, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. And we've had you on before. The people know you. There's been a lot of changes to our show since the last time you've been on. Uh, one of which is our theme song, buddy. What did you think about it? How bad was it? Uh, it, I definitely wanted to not do the podcast. <laughs> I saw yeah. it on your face. I saw you yeah. grin. I was like, I should, I think I have to go. I should yeah. go. <laughs> we it was a- like, you know, like it was, it was the brown sound. Like it made me have to poop. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of our brand. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Open mic be- the brown note. I think, and you're a guy who knows music too. I mean, you're you're in with guys like Taking Back Sunday, Motion City Soundtrack. It's not like 
you have an untuned ear. Like this no, is no, clearly I up a on bad, how bad thing. That was, yeah. No. Okay, good. Yeah. We haven't had a guest walk yet, but we're getting close. Yeah. And if it would have been I mean, Neil that walked off, I would have definitely been like, "Yeah, we can't play that anymore." After this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get one next month, I think, to uh, to walk off. But dude, Neil, have some dignity. We're gonna talk heavily about it. We're gonna talk all about the special this all episode. Right. Can I give you my my personal, non-biased, just objective review of your special? I mean, sure. <laughs> I Hopefully think you're good, <laughs> dude. Okay, so I I often review specials. I've written reviews of specials for our blog. Um, I've I I got heat recently for calling out Tom Segura on poor joke writing because he just in his last special he had some poor joke writing like i'm very staunch when it comes to comedy and specials and i watched your special the night it premiered thank you and i i i texted you this i was so blown away by how it turned out i was so blown away by your delivery your material i i couldn't believe that this was a self-produced special because it's better than a lot of what the big comics are doing with productions like Netflix. 100% agree. I thought it was, I thought it was better than any special that's been on Netflix this year. And, and that's me being completely honest and objective about the production quality and you as a comedian. I thought it was just, I thought you blew it out of the fucking water, dude. I mean, thank that's unbelievable to hear. Thank you. Uh, I mean, uh, Dubin and Steve Padula did uh, everything. Like, I just, you know, I woke up one morning and was like, I want to, I'm going to record this crap. <laughs> and then I threw up a GoFundMe and I asked Dubin and Steve if they would be evolved. And they took it and ran with it. I mean, they really, they did way more than I could have ever expected. They're, I remember one text thread. They were like, "We got a, we got, we got um, a dolly in ten feet of track," and I replied, "I mostly stand still." <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they blew it out of the water, man. They really, I think their thinking was like, um, you know, make it so that. If Netflix liked it or whatever, it was the quality mm -hmm. that, you know, that those places demand. So I think that was their thinking. And yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, that I, I think, yeah, I think it came out great. I'm, I'm proud of it. I really appreciate the work that they did, but like, I can't take any credit for the production value. Like that's all those guys. Well, I mean, you can put as much production value on anything that you want, but if the comedy's bad, then it's not a good special. You know what I'm saying? Like, you definitely should take some credit. I mean, you know, I told the jokes, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's 90% of it. You told the I jokes, Neil. Without the, the jokes, there's no production. Yeah. I ordered the chairs, too. I got the chairs. Okay, so 91% so of it. 
roughly. So where, yeah. where was this recorded at? Because I, I was asking Jacob before the show, and I'm like, wait, why don't we just ask you this? Yeah, it was uh, our friend's space. Um, our buddy in Montclair, New Jersey, he owns a he owns that space, and um, Dubin had shot uh, a band there. Um, maybe a few weeks prior to um, us deciding to do this. And, uh, you know, we were thinking about locations. I was thinking about Oklahoma, because, you know, I like it there. And uh, and then, you know, then I thought about, well, like, who can I, who's going to do it, right? Who's going to shoot it? And... Dubin and Padula are both in New Jersey, so I was like, all right, let's do this in New Jersey. Who do I know in New Jersey? What are some cool places? What are some cool spaces? We thought about the Saint in Asbury Park. We thought about, you know, a few other, like, dive bar-looking places. Um, I even thought about, like, a basement. Like, just, like, do it like a punk rock show. Oh, yeah. And then Dubin was like, well, it's going to be harder to shoot. We're going to, you know, like... All those things, and uh, yeah, we called our buddy David, and we were like, how much you know, would it be to rent the space? And he was like, I'll give you the space and production, and like, you know, house lights and house sound uh, for an executive producer credit. Awesome. <laughs> and we were like, I mean. Can't beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I mean, he was unbelievable about it. He like helped fill seats you know he like he really he got involved um he was there all day during setup like helping out pitching in making calls last minute things uh, i mean i i honestly i like i can't like those guys ugh. i mean i said it the other day to somebody i was like like you know like the saying it takes a village like i mean these guys did everything like these guys you know, I, yeah, that's all. So, what you what were you, what were you thinking when you saw some of the, the 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 footage that they had shot for the first time? Because I mean, you had to be blown away at the the production quality that they got out. Of. I I wasn't only because I knew, you know, like yeah. like I just I just trusted that they were going to do the best possible job. You know, I just knew. And so when I saw it, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, this looks fucking sick. This is exactly what I thought it would look like. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like even like down to like every, like down to lighting and stuff. Like they were like, oh, what kind of, I was like, you, 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 whatever. Like, I don't, you, I trust you guys. You guys do this. I don't do this. You do this. You know what? what's right. You know? I mean, seriously, I mean, I mean, no bullshit in here. And if you're listening to this and you've, you, you haven't seen the special yet, it's one of the funniest, one of the, the, oh, the, the one of the best specials I've seen so far this, this whole yeah. year. And Dude, by l- far, literally before we started rolling, we were, we were talking to ourselves before you got on and we were like, this is definitely a top five special. And the people I would put in front of you for having a better special are people like, Joe List, Burt Kreischer, and Matt McCusker, who have way more resources, who have what you know, way more specials out there. 
Like it's it's insane that you put out this good of content for it being your first special. Thanks, man. Thanks. I would put Sarah Silverman on that list too. I think she has a pretty good one. I haven't seen hers. Haven't I should give it a watch yeah. after this. And was Ian's this year? Ian Lars's this year, or was that was last year? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, it could have been this year. Yeah. Also, so that moves me down to bias. six. So that moves me. That moves me down to top five. <laughs> well, look, recently bias in in place too. You know, like you, you know, you think about the the good specials that stick in your mind. It's like, yeah, I'm sure I saw some good ones at the beginning of 2023, but like, dude, I'm gonna remember this one for a while because I'm gonna tell everybody like, hey, do you want to look? You do you want to hear the best comedy special from? the best comedian you've never heard of like this is definitely that i mean you know i'd like to be heard of at some point that'd be sweet <laughs> hey we're the hit makers <laughs> well you're gonna get hurt <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. get someone to throw a beer at you real quick <laughs> oh. i mean i'm I don't not hugging the girl i'm hugging the bot like oh. that's so fucking shitty dude you don't know about do. this because you you came on before that um, we had Ariel Elias on our podcast the week before she got a high noon thrown at her. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. It did oh, good numbers wild. for us. Yeah, bro. It was a good timing for us. That's great. That's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we had a podcast in the can with, no pun intended, with, with her <laughs> on the episode. And we're just like, here you go. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, we so, had yeah, just dude. dropped the episode too. And then like two days later. We're we're looking on on Twitter and it's just like Ariel Elias is like blowing up on Twitter and we're like, what is happening right now? Then yeah. we, we so your saw special's gonna happened. blow up after this, dude. Someone's gonna throw a high at be, you. Yeah, um, there's gonna be a. It's gonna end way differently than it ended for. Uh, I would Ariel. say you would yeah, end right. up on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, but uh, there's no Jimmy Kimmel right now. Yeah, I'll end up on TMZ. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I would comedian good murders heckler. <laughs> yeah, right. The special will get good press, though. Yeah, for sure. Check I mean, out his special here. I would He's gonna honestly, need those Spotify streams in the can. I'll be like Burzum. I'll record the second special from prison. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I would honestly say, uh, you know, anybody that's uh, that's a you know a rising comedian and is like, this is what's possible. You know, if if you grind and you work hard. And you, and, and you get a beer thrown get, at you. Yeah, get beer thrown at you. But you, but you, oh, you're talking with, about me? Or, yeah, with, just talking about oh. you. Like just oh, dude, oh, the, oh. the the road grinding. You, <laughs> I know that you've been doing because I mean you were on the road last year when you were here on the show, and just the quality that you got out of that special. And if it doesn't blow up, like th- there's something wrong with the universe because it, it deserves to be on Netflix right now. Like seriously, it it's it should be on Netflix right now. All right, so like, uh, uh, yeah, flat. Uh, um, yes, thank you so much. My gosh, like, honestly, like, it's hard to even process these compliments. But like, can we talk about Netflix for a second? Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. Fuck, like, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it should be on YouTube for free, and people should go see it, and then and buy tickets Netflix to see you on the done. road. You know what I mean? There's like a four thousand specials on netflix yeah yeah you know what i mean like i honestly don't know that netflix would care as much about me as equal vision does you know what i mean like i i don't know like maybe my opinion will change if netflix is like here's a million dollars i'll be like oh yeah like 
you know, <laughs> but like from an outsider's point of view, like just a consumer's point of view, like, I don't know all that stuff. Uh. Yeah. And see, and we've, you know, we've seen comedians crack this code already. Like, you know, Netflix, that era is pretty much done because like, like we, we just said it to you, you know, your special is better than anything on Netflix right now because yeah, like, I, I mean, all right. Again. Wow. Thank you. I don't know how to process, but so my top five, it's, it, it's HBO and YouTube. That's, yeah. there's not, you know, I, I mean, I guess I could throw Sean Patton in the mix there. Right. And then mm-hmm. that's still, that's Peacock. That's still not Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know that Netflix has put something out this year that I'm like, that's the, that's fucking sick. Yeah. You know, like, no, 100%, dude. I, I mean, uh, and this is no disrespect to Mark Norman. I think he's unbelievable, but this isn't his best special, the Netflix one. 100%. You know, like his best, I, I mean, I think he's still getting better, but, you know, I don't think the Netflix one is like, his baby, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's it's not as good as out to watch. I, I um, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't mean and, and no insult intended. Like just like objectively speaking, like I'm blown away by out to lunch, and I'm like, you know, I'm entertained by. Right. Yeah, and and see that's the code that people have cracked already too. Like especially a comedian like you, who. You know, you have so many dates and you book so much like you. I mean, you are constantly on the road and now you have this special that's free to watch that people can watch before they buy a ticket to go see you. And you have all these clips that you can pull from this special to promote with. Like, it's just the smart way to actually get a return on your money by selling tickets on the road as opposed to, you know, being on the front page of Netflix one time and then and no one ever watches it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look again, I I don't know what it's like behind the scenes over there. Like what the money is, what the streaming numbers is. I don't think they tell the artists what the streaming numbers are. And I, I, you know, I just, I don't know, man. This is like Joe lists second or third. Well, it's his second on his own YouTube channel. It's his third on YouTube. Andrew Schultz has two on YouTube. Shane Gillis blew up with his on YouTube. Like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like this is. Yeah. This is the. the. Uh. And also, I mean, can we go into Jacob's conspiracy corner for a minute? Because you brought up a good point. <laughs> like, so Netflix doesn't tell the people the streaming numbers that, you know, put out their specials or whatever. But they also then pay them based off of the streaming numbers. So, <laughs> so, I yeah, and again, that's a tough thing because, like, when you're a struggling comedian, or I'm sure in Mark Norman's case, there was just like a huge advance. Um, when you're a struggling comedian, it's like. You offer someone, you know, whatever, $25,000. Yeah, we're going to give you the thing, you know? Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. 
Yeah, I can I imagine you, it's a lot like uh, music business, too. Like, back when I got signed uh, to a major label, it's sort of like they just dangle this tiny little carrot in front of you, but you still, you're so hungry that you're just like, I'll take anything, just give it to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm not greedy, and I like being punk, and I like being punk about stuff, and so it's like, how can I do this where it's affordable for people to find me? And I don't need to like live like a, some kind of crazy lifestyle, but you know, if, if someone comes to me and is like, Hey, I'll give you 50 grand. I, I might make concessions. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it, it's a, not that 50 grand is a life changing number, but it's a, it's a, it's a year changing number. It'll make, it'll make things a lot easier, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough situation. And I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone making either decision, you know, this just felt right to me. And it wasn't, it wasn't like I really had other op. You know what I mean? Like I could have done it alone. I could have done it on my own. Right. Or I could have let the, you know, equal vision, put it out. It's not like Netflix was an option, but I got to tell you if, if Netflix, is an option like i mean it's not an immediate decision it's just, i gotta look like i yeah. gotta think about it you know like i mean how much are they really gonna offer someone you know yeah because right. i don't think they're gonna give you dave Chappelle numbers up front <laughs> exactly and like for those guys it, for those guys it is easy to just like yeah this is just another this is this year's paycheck like I'm going to take this million dollars from this place. Cause I already have millions of dollars from all these other places. And my fan base is still going to be there. Even, even if this is lost in the weeds, you know, even if this does just go up for one day on Netflix or, or they shelf it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I mean, going back to the music example, like, uh, you know, if Amazon or, or Nate, like Amazon offers Nate, whatever the, the amount of money is, Nate can put a thing on Amazon. And if it doesn't do well, he just does more on his own. Like, it's just, right. I just move on. That was this year. That was January. He said it was on Amazon. Yeah. That doesn't count. Nah, it was pretty fucking good. Was it? Should I watch it? <laughs> well, actually Amazon's, relatively easy to get stuff onto because you can self-publish your own stuff onto Amazon Prime. Ah, uh, dude, I, I know some well, real bad comedians with some real yeah, bad Amazon well, specials. That's that's definitely not what happened with Nate. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, right. I think, they, I think they backed the truck up to his to his house. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, they were trying to, like, make, like, Amazon the new home for comedy. Yeah. And I, right. I, don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if it worked. I haven't heard of anything since, but but right. I think you, you kind of hit the. Guy to use that too, too. You kind of hit the nail on the head a little while ago. I think uh, I like your special because it feels punk rock, and I'm you know p punk rock uh, from the very beginning. You know that was kind of my roots as punk rock for everything I've ever done. You know? uh, dude, you, you're you're that hurting back punk rock, dude. Yeah, you got exactly. that. You're that whiplash punk rock. You got whiplash from being in the pit. 
but uh neil buddy we're we're gonna get off your nuts about the fantastic special i promise we're not just gonna <laughs> no, no, compliment don't, you don't. the whole time <laughs> keep swinging keep swinging. all right baby. all right we're gonna get back on your nuts um, swing from these old man balls <laughs> sagging lower these days i bet buddy <laughs> i mean with you guys on them yeah and fucking pulling them away now <laughs> right <laughs> i can do tricks with them now i can yeah dude the the one that I'm on is way lower than the one that Jason's on. Bad as fuck. But uh, a question I did want to ask you, man, is I, I wanted to ask you why. So starting from the very beginning, before you had even decided that you want to do a special, why was now the right time to do it? Like, why was now the right time to drop this hour? Why would you know? What? Why do it now? Um. One of some of the reasoning is I wanted to retire some of this material, and I don't necessarily I don't believe in burning material. I don't think that just because a million people saw something that you have to not use that material anymore. Because, I mean, how many people in the world? You know what I mean? Like that. You know, you're still reaching new audiences. Whatever. That's a different argument, but. I just wanted to like, you know, it's stuff about breaking up with my wife. It's stuff about moving to Oklahoma and I, I don't even live there anymore. It's stuff about the pandemic. We're over it. So it's just a bunch of, it's a lot of stuff that I just wanted to like get done and just, I, I don't want to tell these jokes anymore for my mental health. You know what I mean? I'm going to bring up my ex-wife every night on stage. Fucking exhausting, you know? Yeah. So that was one. and two. I don't know how suicidal I was on the last episode. Not at all. Tell us something, buddy. Are you okay? I I mean, I just, you know, I just want it out there. So. Right. You know, if anything happens, it's a good legacy to leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot, man. I mean, uh, us comics, I mean, we're, you know, on the road all the time. Anything can happen. You know, the most dangerous thing in the world is driving a car and we take it for granted. I get it. I get it, dude. Yeah, I just, uh, I thought it was time to go. I don't want to, what am I waiting for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one's, no one's knocked. You know what I mean? Every party I've gotten into, it's because I just walked in, you know? I'm the one. Like, no one's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's like, hey, Neil, I want to give you this. No one's doing that. There's a million other comics. No one's looking for the old fat guy with, you know, like no one's looking for me. Yeah. Well, there are a million other comics, but I think that they all know you like personally. I don't, I mean, that's definitely not true, but dude, every, every comic, like I, I did not realize like how many people we had in common until I started like over this last year, really following you on Facebook and be like, holy crap, Neil knows this guy too, that we like, also have a comment like Abby Washuda, Kyla Arsenault, who you're with this weekend. Like Abby, I mean, Will Loden, all these people, dude. I mean, you're naming like close friends. Like that's not like you know, like Abby's my fucking ace. Yeah, you no, know? I know, Will I toured with? You know what I mean? Like you're not you're talking about that. That doesn't count. You know what I mean? That's like, dude, I can't believe you know your mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, I fucking know Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Right. Well, I didn't know, man. You know, I didn't. I didn't know until I knew. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Can you hear this in the background or we're good? No, we're good. What is it? What should we be hearing it? The, no, the people I'm staying with, it just got real loud in the other room. I don't no. think they I don't think they have respect. And <laughs> they dude, they need to have some dignity. <laughs> have some freaking dignity. But um Neil, we're uh we got about thirty minutes left. I think now is a good time to give you the treatment that we've been giving all of our guests lately. Uh, the last time you were on, we weren't doing this. This time we are doing this. What we do is we talk to comedians about their beginnings in comedy, their first open mics, some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen at open mics, that kind of stuff. So I want to go back to the very beginning, your very first open mic. How old were you? What part of the world were you in? How did it go? I don't remember. Okay. Um, so an early open mic that I do remember was in Sarasota, Florida. Sorry. At a place called Evie's. There's two Evie's. One's downtown. One's not downtown. This was at the one not downtown. <laughs> there was, I remember there was an old lady in like a shamrock, like a shimmery green it was like around St. Patty's Day, and it was like one of those St. Patty's Day, and she was terrible. And there was a guy, like a prop comic, okay. but he was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's a prop uh, comic. Yeah, our favorite but kind like, of comic. What? I said it's 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 our favorite kind of comic prop comic. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't all there, dude. And it was pretty horrible. It was pretty insane. And I mean, the whole mic was terrible, and I was terrible, and everyone was terrible. Um, and I had kind of like almost blocked it out a little bit. Until like a few years later, I was featuring at McCurdy's in Sarasota. And they do like an open mic either Wednesday or Thursday after the show. They do an open mic in the bar. And I was like, oh, I'll do, you know, like I like, you know, whatever. I still do open mics all the time. So I'm like, oh, I was like, can I get up on the mic? And so I'm waiting to go up on the mic and I see the the prop comic guy. <laughs> and it like, it was like PTSD. It was like a trigger. I was like, <laughs> yo. And I like the guy who was with Mike Stevens. I was like, yo, is that, I was like, and I didn't even have like the word, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't like, I was like, is that the guy? I was like, where's, and then I had to like, look in my phone for like, you know, cause I keep, I record everything. Mm-hmm. So I like, look at my phone and I found the date. Like I was like, you know, I searched Sarasota and I found the thing and I'm like, I'm like, is it, I'm like, I, I like, so I found the date in the phone and then I went through my photos like by date and I found the guy and I'm like, this is that guy. Right. And, uh, Mike was like, why do you have a photo of that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, cause this is like the worst experience of my life. <laughs> I was like, I watched my mom die, and this was the worst experience of my life. Oh, <laughs> so, 
So when you say he wasn't altogether there, was it more like a like a like mental... you kind of? No. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so so mental retardation, <laughs> not mental health. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, yeah, it's a slow, a slow fella. All right, yeah, dude, that's me. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head yet again, buddy. You're batting a thousand tonight. Yeah. We got to tell you guys about B Res Coffee Company. That's right. B Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out of this world chocolate and caramel flavored roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. So, all right. So you have this horrible experience in Sarasota, Florida, your first time or one of your first times ever doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. I mean. What year was this, by the way? 15. Okay. So I did, I did, I did comedy for like a year and a half in the like late aughts but i i didn't pursue it i stopped and i really don't remember much of that time like i just wasn't into it like i just wasn't paying attention i think there was like some other traumas in my life and i really just don't like i don't have really strong memories of that stuff but i remember starting again at the beginning of 2015 and March, I went down to Florida for spring training to go to some games. And uh, we went, did some open mics. And then I probably didn't do another open mic until like May of that year. And then I took a class, and then I took another class, and I took another class. And uh, yeah, that's kind of when I started for real well like comedy classes yeah i like i like hearing people talk about it yeah that's Um, that's why we're in business right now yeah i've i've probably taken like somewhere between six and a dozen stand-up classes okay you know five or six week courses i just i just like hearing people articulate things differently um so if i hear about like a reputable instructor i'll go i'll go listen you know i still like good critiques you know what i mean like if you know if i can get someone to sit down and give me articulate notes i you know i want them you know um jason roland from the world series of comedy he's like real good at notes um, Candy Claire, who books uh, New York Comedy Club, she gives really, really good notes. Um, yeah, I just like I just like hearing people talk about it. You know, I just like to. So is that kind of like, kind of what comedy class is, where you go in and and you do some sets and they they just critique it? Uh, I mean, no, the classes that I've taken are mostly like. Uh, you know, it, it depends on like the level of the students, I guess. But like most of them is just like, here's how joke jokes are structured. Here's some different kinds of jokes. Here's my writing process. Uh, here's some exercises I do. 
Um, these are some tricks or techniques for uh, tips and techniques for getting on stage or for, you know, how to run, how to handle your career as you're just starting out. Like just, you know, just, just hearing someone talk, you know, three hours a day for six weeks, you know, I mean, well, three hours a week for six weeks, Yeah. you know, you're bound to get something out of it, you know, especially if they're like a good, you know, if they, if they know what they're, if they know how to speak, which I clearly don't, um, but <laughs> you know, uh, yes, yeah, so I just, I just love hearing, you know, I love hearing vets talk about it and, you know, that's, that's very interesting. I think you're probably the first person we've had on that has ever like not only taken a comedy class, but I've spoken like highly of it. I mean, listen, there's a lot of shitheads that are charging you money to not do what they're, what it's designed to do. Yeah. But if you go to a, if you look, I mean, watch the dude's comedy, watch the lady's comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you know, if, you know, Joe Schmo and you go to his website and like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, he's obviously performing in a banquet hall and it's all big round tables. Like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that he's gonna, he might, he might be, you know, a person to listen to, but you know, if you go to like someone's website and they're like clearly a professional comedian and you know, they have club dates and you know, they've done this and that. And like you watch their jokes and you're like, Oh, this guy's funny. I'm enjoying this guy or this lady and they're laughing. Yeah. Let me go see what they have to say. Yeah. And then you go take the class and then, you know, if you're an idiot, they're going to, you know, they're going to dumb down and try and, but if you're like, Oh, that's interesting that you approach it that way, you know? And if you're willing to learn and I'm always willing to learn, you know, you hear, you know, you hear quality stuff and you can tell when someone's like unhinged pretty quickly. You know what I mean? Like you can tell when like, Oh, I just, this was a waste of money. This was a bad call. I'm not coming yeah. back. Yeah. You know, but you know, of the, I mean, I'm trying to run through like all the different teachers of, 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 or instructors I've sat with. I, I mean, really only a couple of bad experiences where I'm like, ah, oh, like, what is this? This is, this guy shouldn't be. You know what I mean? There was one lady who was just like, I, how, how are you, how did, how does there like a, how did you teach a second class? Like how after the first class, everyone wasn't like, what are we, why are we talking to you? But you know, right. you know, there's all sorts of scams out there. You know, you just, you get what you can get out of it. And if you're willing to like learn and you're not, you know, if you, you use your noodle, you know, you can, uh, That's all. <laughs> so, all right. So that's, that's sort of your beginnings into comedy. We're around. Also, uh, let me just say, like, I, I, I like, you know, you get something out of everything. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's what yeah. not to do, you know what I mean? Like, like I still go to open mics all the time. Like I, I, I it's not a waste of time. You know what I mean? Like you're never above it. And, and I, I mean, that might be something I learned in New York city that like maybe, in other places you don't get as often. Cause like when, when people get like, when people become veterans in smaller scenes, they tend to leave the scene or stop going to like the, you know, going to the Monday mics or whatever. But in New York, I remember like I'd be at an open mic and it would be like, 
real deal comedians at the mic, or I'd be at a bar show for seven people and Mark Norman's there, Joe List is there, Sam Merrill's there. And it's like, oh, this is what I have to compete with, you know? And so you just learn to grind harder, I think. You know, because I, I mean, whatever, like I, I'm in Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma for like a couple of years and like the veterans don't show up. And I'm talking yeah. like three year veterans. Like, I'm not even talking to like, uh, forget Justin Smith. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking just like regular kids who have just been doing it for a, a year longer than the other kids. And they stop showing up or 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 in the case of like the really good ones, they move to Austin or they move to Nashville, yeah. you know, but like. You, people disappear and like they don't support their scenes and they don't support the mics and it's like you know you need to I, I don't know I like going to mics I like I don't know I like meeting comics I like talking about I, I like talking about I just want to talk about it I want to I want to dissect a joke I want someone to call off stage and be like yo that bit about the tiger that's so funny man did you ever think about this angle or yo yo uh, do you mind if I give you a tag or do you mind if I suggest a tag or do you mind if I suggest an angle you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to write a joke for someone, but I'll be like, yo, like, do you ever think about, you know, because tigers are in zoos too. Like, what if it was, what if it, what if the reveal is you're in a zoo? You know, like those kind of things where it's just like, I, I don't know. I want to talk about it. I, I want to hear your thought. I want to hear, you know, the shitty comics thought and know uh, that's a, that's dumb. I'm not doing, it. you know what I mean? Or, or the shitty comic says something and you're like, huh. I wouldn't have thought of that. I was, I was doing too much thought. Like you, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know well, if I'm saying the right things here. That's kind of how I feel like the scene here used to be before uh, the pandemic was, you know, all the people that were in the scene, we would kind of get together and, and just hang out, talk about comedy and, you know, and, and, and try to improve each other's jokes and, you know, yeah. throwing out ideas and stuff. Then the pandemic happened, and then it, just, it was never the same after that. Like, it just... So, uh, not to cut you off, uh, we, like, so I, I, I would do open mics in the city, and we would, like, there was one place where they were, like, four a night, and you couldn't do two back-to-back. So, like, you'd all go to the first one, then we'd go get something to eat and, like, dissect each other's jokes, then go back to the third one, and then, like, go to another place for the fourth one. Yeah. And then, you know, wrap it up. and then pandemic hit and i would just i would i mean i grabbed anyone i could i met four guys who just started comedy that year and i was like yo come back to my apartment like let's work on these jokes and it helps me like it helps me you know what i mean like yeah this guy's not going to give me a tag that i'm going to use but giving building his joke is going to help me it's going to reinforce the things that work for me you know what I mean? And then, like, not for nothing, like, I, I, I mean, I can't sell this enough. Be fucking cool, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I'm cool to these kids, and then my special comes out, and all these kids are like, yo, that's fucking dope. Yo, check out Neil's special. He, not only is he funny, he's cool. He helps me. You know what I mean? Like, that's not why you do it. You don't do it for the return. You do it because, like, it feels better to be fucking cool than to be an asshole. But there are benefits to it. Like, you know, like I've been like, I'm cool with people my whole life. So then like when I hit hard times and I don't have a place to stay, I'm getting all emotional. 
You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> be cool, motherfuckers. Yeah, just be cool. And, uh, just be cool, man. Mark Simmons, it's so much easier. And Mark How Simmons is, uh, is, it? is in the chat room right now, the guy that wrote our uh, our intro. He said, uh, I was in that scene much less than you guys, but I always appreciated how free and friendly everyone was with feedback and critique. And, um, and yeah, like just, I, I just, I miss those times when it just felt like a camaraderie of com- yeah. comedians, you know? Yeah. Well, so when it went away, I just made it, you know what I mean? I was just like, yo kids, like, let's go like Andrew Bergen, Tom DeSillis, Steve Perillo, uh, Chris Capel, like all these dudes, they would just come over my apartment. We just fucking chill. We'd like workshop jokes. We'd watch like YouTube clips, you know, we'd reference shit. I mean, there's definitely tags in my special that like, I mean, Steven Rockapur- I mean, Steven Rockapurillo is a little bit more of a vet than the other kids, but like he, I have a, I have a tag in my special. That's like straight up, just like him. Right. He told, he said it mm-hmm. like, he just said it. And I was like, that's hilarious. And he's like, yeah, that's, he's like, I think that'll go good on this joke. And I was like, yeah. All right. Sick. Thanks. Yep. So that's, you know, you get shit out of that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's so much, like, it's so much fun to just like, what was the other choice? Sit alone in my fucking basement. And that's like, the nah, thing, man, come over when you've got a lot of minds, you know, working like that and just throwing out ideas with one another. It just makes everything so much better, you know, so and, much better, and, so much more fun. Yeah. Instead yeah. of trying to be, uh, I don't know, like adversarial or trying to trying to one up somebody else like or trying you know what i'm saying like just being a dick like don't be a dick be be nice (laughs) be cool like people who are like precious with their knowledge yeah i never understood that either Mm -hmm. yeah it's like were you just gonna like take it to the grave with you (laughs) like isn't it cooler if like isn't it cooler if after i'm dead one of you guys is like yo one time neil said this Mm -hmm. Then be like, oh, I never really got along with that guy. <laughs> right? like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I find too that it, it's the, you know, some of the better comics in the world that are the nicer comics as well. Like, you know, just, just the other night I was at an open mic and the more veteran guys were all sitting together. And then the open micers who are like less than a year in are all sitting together. And then you watch the show. And the veteran guys are all bombing because they're not having a good time. They're sitting there in their misery. They're not, you know, talking to these young kids who have these new ideas about comedy and are freaking stoked about it. And then the young kids get up there and they murder when they have no business murdering that hard being the less than a year into comedy yeah. because they're just fucking stoked about the, the writing process. They're like, they're hap- They're genuinely happy to be there. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not, you know, it's not across the board, but yeah, you know, there's something to be said about having a good time. That's what the thing is, you know, For we're sure. trying to bring joy to people like. Yeah. I mean, if you're not having a good time in comedy, then don't do comedy. It's like you're I mean, not having fun. Be, you can go be miserable and make a ton more money. Yeah. Doing exactly. something else. <laughs> you can just be in the music business and then you can be as miserable as you want. I mean, again, though, like all my friends that do this, that do music are like fun guys, like just be cool. Yeah, (laughs) it's so easy. It's so easy. The cunts disappear. 
No one wants to hang out with you. Your legacy dies, man. You're difficult to work with. No one wants to be around you. You 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 ruin every relationship you have. Yeah, dude. Speaking of which, I was just gonna say. Speaking of which, like, how cool is Taking Back Sunday, dude? How cool is Taking Back Sunday, man? Like, I saw them intro your special, and I like squealed like a little girl. I was like, "Yo, that's freaking Taking Back Sunday." I didn't expect this, and it's so how cool. And all the guys at the end, like, just fucking being cool, just big up in me. They get nothing out of it. They get nothing out of it. Cool. Yeah. Just be cool. For sure. So sick. For uh, sure my dude. friends, like, I'm so fortunate to have to, you know, to be loved as much as I'm loved. I'm so fortunate. Yeah. Dude, my, like, 90% of my playlist is probably taking back Sunday's entire discography. So I, <laughs> I really did fangirl super yeah. hard. When when I saw them come on the you know the special and I was like yo mission accomplished you know right yeah dude freaking amazing what's the I was, point of doing that if people don't freak out about it for sure brother all right a couple of points I want to hit on before you get yeah. out of here not really related to anything um I'm very curious to know what you were in the Sopranos and how you got on the Sopranos as this very niche nichely credited appearance. Uh, so I did a show, I did a show called Casino Cinema, uh, nothing. Um, and, uh, the host was Steve Sharippa and Steve Sharippa is like one of the kindest, most generous people I've met. (laughs) And, uh, one day he was like, Oh, come be on the Sopranos. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And he told me where to go, and we went. I went to the Bada Bing, and the first one I did, I was just like in the bar, and then this, and then the producer, whoever was like, oh, like he liked my look. He was like, oh, come back. He's like, we have another scene here, and whatever, a week, come back. And then I was uh, like a Bills fan, and he was like, all right. He's like, when the when this guy says this line, we need you to cheer or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, that's it (laughs) that's really it man that's awesome i mean were you stoked to be on the set of the sopranos i you know it's the same (laughs) as everything i have a very i i I don't know i i'm not um neil can can i can i get the same this this is as cool as that is does that make sense Okay, you want it back for me because I was about to get mad at you, dude. I was I was about to get mad at you for for doing the coolest stuff of all time, and then just being cool, so nonchalant about it. But this is cool. You know what I mean? I agree. This is cool. We can put that as our tagline, Jacob. Like Neil Rubenstein, they're as cool as the Sopranos. Yo, but yo, but think about this, right? Like, so I I don't think like this isn't for me. Like, everyone's the same, right? Like. you know, you, me, a midget at a circus, right? We're all the same. Okay. So the like for other people, for people who do view celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. For people that celebrity makes a difference, where they fangirl over like Travis Barker and not uh Jacob Craig, right? Okay. What if in 10 years you're a big fucking deal, right? Right. Now, are they gonna be like Oh, I blew it. I could have been 
a fangirl of Jacob Craig's 10 years ago? Or do you, uh, do you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, like, yeah, that dude's just luckier than you are. Yeah. Right. I got you. I got you. But everyone's, but it's all like, it can change tomorrow. Right. It's all cool stuff. Yeah. You, You could meet, like you could meet Tony Hawk at a, at a grocery store and then invite him on the podcast. And then the podcast gets a hundred thousand views. And now everyone knows who you guys are. Right. Right. And that changes everything. Best grocery store visit ever. (laughs) But do you know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm cunty to people who aren't Travis Barker. Right. You know what I mean? Then it's like, like, what the fuck, man? Neil, this is, this is why I like you, man. You you change my perspective on things sometimes. <laughs> you really do. Yeah, and we said this. this be the cool. Last, we, we said this the last episode. You will you will give us this this very well thought out point with no holes in it that genuinely makes me question my view on life. And then at the end of it, you're just like, I don't know anything though. But I don't. Yeah, that's just my thing. That's just my. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to say the thing I'm trying to say. I'm just like, you did it though. Just, you did it very well. It just comes down to like Samuel Jackson, you know, be cool, motherfucker. Just be cool. That's yeah. it. It's so easy. I got it's you. so easy, man. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Why wouldn't I talk to you like I talked to Ben Bailey? Like, what's the difference? Cash cap. <laughs> like, what's the difference, though? Right. He was nobody, too. Yeah, no, I get it. Cash Cab was my jam, though, dude. I'd probably fangirl over Ben Bailey. I, I have that in me, dude. I, I really do fangirl over people. Dude, listen, it's not lost on me when I'm like with that dude, right? It's not lost on yeah. me that I, I get to open for him. Like, yeah, it's like, shoot, it's so cool, right? But I get to do that because when we met, I wasn't like, oh my God, you know, I was like, yo, I do we that, have shit dude. in common, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, like we're yeah, both I, comedians. <laughs> I do that, dude. I, I blew it with Mick Foley. I freaking blew it, dude. I opened for Mick Foley, freaking sold out room. I went back into his green room. I was like, hey, man, like, I was trying to be cool. I was like, yo, I'm your opener. What's up? He's like, I didn't know I had an opener. And then I stood there for too long. He's like, can you get out? And I was like, ah, shit, dude. <laughs> I blew it. I freaking blew it. Well, I mean, that has a little to do with him too, you know. Now, well, I, I mean, he he heard my set, and then he came on stage, and he like he addressed. It was like that, you know, that was really good. So he he won me back, but then I I never talked to Mick Foley ever again. All right. <laughs> that was that was our one experience with him being like that guy was good at comedy, yeah. <laughs> and then kicking don't, me out of his green room. Don't feel bad, Jacob. I had a I had a pretty big fangirl moment too a couple of years ago at Pensacon. Um, I, I did an independent filmmakers panel for a movie I did a few years ago, and I got sat next to Robert Kurtzman, who, if you don't know who that is, he, he did Walking Wishmaster, Dead? he did Wishmaster, he did, uh, he did all the special effects for like the Evil Dead movies, Army uh, of Darkness, all that kind of stuff. Wait, and Robert I, Kirkman or Robert Kurtzman? Kurtzman. Kurtzman. Uh, okay. And okay. I, I, was, I, heard, I heard that wrong. And he got, yeah. um, he got well, I got sat right next to him. And we're waiting for this panel to start, and I'm just sitting there buzzing. I'm just like, I'm fucking sick of sitting next to Robert Kurtzman. Like, it's fucking awesome. And I was like, don't. Uh, in, inside my head, I was just like, be cool. Be cool. Don't. 
don't freak him out. Just be cool. And I turned yeah. to him and I said, hi, Robert Kurtzman. My name is Jason Robinson. And I just fanboy vomited all over him. And he was just like, who the fuck is this guy? Nah, dude. I disagree. I disagree with that dude. Like, that dude's not famous enough to be shitty about someone <laughs> yeah, being right. stoked on him. <laughs> no, he should also be excited. They're like, you yeah. know who I am, dude? He should be like, yo, you... Without, like, a name under me, you knew who the fuck I was? <laughs> well, he's... Yeah. He was cool. He was really cool. He's just he, he wasn't expecting me to be such a fan of his, you know, like because yeah, I was have just like, many. holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have many, dude. He was like, like, he was like, yo, are you stalking me, bro? How do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, but this is the dude who did all the the special effects for like the Evil Dead movies, man. Like, no this one dude's knows a that. Legend. I mean, I'm sure he's very talented, and like, that's cool. <laughs> you never saw Wishmaster? God, Wishmaster was. I great never even heard of it until you just said it. What, dude? You, oh, Neil, dude. Dude, just go watch Wishmaster, please. Just just go watch Wishmaster for me. Is it a it, horror? Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's from uh, uh, from the early get, early nineties, late eighties, somewhere around there. I'm a big. Uh, I get nightmares. I'm not good at stuff. Yeah, same here, dude. <laughs> I'm a big. I'm very. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a nine year old boy. <laughs> you don't look like it. But... <laughs> Inside, you know, I cry yeah. when I talk about my friends. I can't watch yeah. horror movies. Look, you're, that's you're nice. Dude. Can guy. I just that's say, okay? Can I just say that's something I admire about you, dude? You like you genuinely like I I genuinely feel like you're somebody who like you know brings their friends up with them, and I fucking respect oh, the dude, shit out of that. I, that's like the whole like those are my favorite people are like kingmakers, like people who acknowledge their power, their fame, yeah. their like a like a Adam Sandler or Burt Kreischer. Like I'm not a I'm not a fan of Burt Kreischer's comedy, but like that dude's bringing all the dudes with him. Mm, yeah. Joe Rogan brings all the homies with him. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe in a way does the same thing too. Who? Tony Hinchcliffe in a way? Tony is the, yeah, but he's a little bit mean spirited, but I get, you know, he's in yeah. there. He's mean spirited, um, but if, you know, if you're his friend, like Cam Patterson, yeah, no, dude, he, I mean, turn uh, that yeah. guy into a sensation. Yeah. He knows, he knows that he can make you famous and he wants to bring people. But look, I just want my, I just want my friends with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I, that's the whole, like, that's my whole MO on this whole thing is like, uh, like, I mean, what is, you know, what is the good of having fame if you can't enjoy it with, the, the people you love, what's, you know, your friends. What's the good of being alive if you can't enjoy it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. Like, that's, I, like I don't like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just want to be around. I just want to be around people who, who I vibe with. Like, I, I just want to hang. Yeah. I, I was talking about this the other day too, like blurring the lines between friends and fans. Like if you message me on like Instagram and you're like, yo, I saw the show. You're sick. Like, I, I'm ne I'm gonna be like, yo, that's sick. Uh, like, uh, did you grow up in Nashville? That's cool, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just, right. like, I don't, like, I don't know, man. Like, we're not different. Like, there's no, there shouldn't be a hierarchy, right? Like, if you have power, that like from luck, you know what I mean? Then like, use that power to make other people give other people power. Right? I don't know. That's I don't no, know. You're you're one hundred percent correct. 
There is like something I always on. I always fantasize about that. Like, like I want to be like I want to I want to be on the bus and I want to like mm-hmm. have my friends come out and like 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 Abby. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, when can you come? I tell her this all the time. She knows. She has an open invite. If she sees I'm headlining somewhere and she wants to come, she's coming. Yeah. Like, Dude, I, 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 I don't I, care. I have to do 10 minutes less so she can do 10 minutes. You're coming. Right. Dude, and, I, and I, think, I ask my girl that all the time. Dude, when are you coming? When? <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, uh, like even on like, it, okay. And then the argument against that, right, is like people pay to see you. But I submit that if you're paying to see me, if you're my fan, you know how I am, and you're going to respect my choice in friends, right? So if I'm like, hey, this person's fucking dope. I know I'm doing only 40 minutes today. I know you wanted 50. I'm sorry, folks. But you're going to get 10 minutes of Abby, and she's a fucking killer. Give her the respect you would give me. Mm-hmm. And I think my fans would, right? Right. I, no, I, I totally I agree, hope. Dude. And if they don't, then I don't, you know, I don't really care about them. You know, that's, that's, not, right. who I'm, that's not who I'm pitching to. Neil, I gotta, I gotta ask you. You've you've been on the road pretty hard for uh, since we talked to you last last year. Where's the best uh, place? April since April of twenty one. Jesus, where's the best place you've eaten in the last year since we talked to you? It's like that's a tough thing. I mean, I'm going to talk about Jack Brown's again. I'm pretty sure I talked about it last time. You did. Yeah, Yeah, I I listened uh, to our episode back, and I was like, "Yo, Jack Brown's." (laughs) It's just, it's just that's the best. It's the best. And then I guess, you know, like, I like a lot of Ethiopian. Um, I mean, still the best pizza is New York. I can fill in Suns in Hicksville. And, uh, I mean, you know, there's other places, Leonardo's and Massapequa. And, um, but uh, my favorite Indian place is also on Long Island. It's called Dewan. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. It's it's probably all the same things. I don't I don't right. think I've had anything in the past year that I'm like this changes the game. You know what though? I will say since we last spoke, I've become a bigger fan of Arby's. Okay, <laughs> let's get into this. What, they what have, changed now? You? Now they have the the gyro. They have a Greek gyro on the menu. Yeah, that's good. And uh, it's hard to get cheap Greek food, and it's hard to find good Greek food on the road. And this is a pretty good facsimile. Mm-hmm. Um, they nail the yogurt sauce. I mean, I don't know if it's like just sugar and yogurt, but they nail it. And uh, the pita is soft. It's heated. And the meat is tasty enough. Whatever the seasoning they have the is, oregano and dill is fine. Yep. You know, probably a lot of MSG. But it's, it's, it suffices. It's good enough. Yeah. Comes with crinkle cut fries and a fucking drink. Let's go. Dude. Again with the crinkle cuts. Man. I I know I know. I like Dude, the, the the Arby's down the street from me has been closed for about a month now. Um, there didn't having, someone drive through the wall? Yeah, somebody drove through the wall. That to that's the first thing that happened. Then well, they, they saw drive through and they're like, all right. yeah, <laughs> they're like, you're right. And, and then the they uh, they fired the whole staff because everybody around here I've talked to were pretty sure they were they it was like a huge drug ring out of there so no. they fired everybody i've eaten there so many times did you buy drugs no i wish <laughs> i knew i'm white dude they were they i walked in the door that explains why i walked in the door and they're like welcome to arby's start 
<laughs> Here comes one. I mean, you that go by what? there at like, and there's people in the drive through at like 8.30 in the morning. There's something going on <laughs> at that Arby's. Hey, do, do you guys ever <laughs> ring the bell at Arby's? I have before. That's how they knew that they couldn't sell drugs to me because I saw the bell and I was like, ooh, I'm going to dingy ding it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dingy ding this bell. <laughs> you know what I had today for the first time? Uh, Penn Station East Coast Subs. Okay. Have you seen that? No. It's a chain. I've seen it a little bit in the past like year. I, I started seeing it on DoorDash and I was like, what is this? And I thought it was just like one of those like ghost kitcheny things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there's like one, there was one here in Nashville and uh, I'm a big library guy. Were we, did we talk about that last time? Uh, I don't think so. Like I spend a lot of my, like, that's where I like go to work, you know, like, uh, you know, if I have editing or writing to do, like I'll go set up at a library. I just feel like right. it's quiet. It's clean. No pressure yeah. to buy anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the library I went to today uh like right next door is like a strip mall. And I was like, all right, let me just walk over there and get something to eat. And I walked next door and I, you know, was looking for like what to eat. And I, and it was Penn station East coast. subs. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And yo, I got to say, uh, they made a fan for sure. The service was like pretty excellent. Um, the guy was like super polite, like brought the sandwich out to you uh free cookie oh um yeah uh it was good it was like a real good sandwich it was like real good yeah we don't have those around here hopefully we'll get some soon we just got it's it's a big it's a chain for sure i bet it'll be i I bet it'll come uh well you guys are like what gulfport uh Uh, yeah closer closer to biloxi where you probably know ocean springs we're in ocean springs yeah i don't know i mean i don't know if that'll end up in ocean springs but maybe biloxi probably not maybe Maybe Biloxi. biloxi Dude, we're Maybe getting Hattiesburg, captain. probably. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're about an hour from Hattiesburg, dude. They're building a Captain D's down here, and it's the talk of the town. <laughs> Everyone's driving, excited for it. I'm gonna be driving from I'm gonna be driving from Nashville to Lafayette tomorrow. Am I passing through your guys's hood? No, you'll... no, you'd have to go further east for us. To, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're to the right of um, Louisiana. Yeah, if you were to drive south and and go to Hattiesburg, we're about we're about forty five minutes south of uh, Hattiesburg. Yeah, All right. hold on, hold Dude, on. We should... we're, we're doing we're going to we're going to Google. We're gonna find out right now. Dude, we should get you a show down here. Yeah, let's we let's work on getting you a show in uh, in Biloxi. All right. What's uh, what happens in uh, what happens in Biloxi on Sundays? Anything? Mm, nothing really happens here right now, dude. We have a Tuesday open mic. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. They just got shows at the Ground Zero um, Blues Club, though. So that's that's pretty big. You could probably headline that. So I'm yeah. going through Hattiesburg. I'm going through Slidell. Oh, I'm missing Biloxi and Gulfport. Yeah. But I bet it's not much more. I bet it's not longer. It adds 30 minutes to my drive. Yeah, it's not. I'm that gonna, far. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text you guys about lunch. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. And that's on Sunday. No, it's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. It's Ooh. tomorrow. You got work, probably your work. Yeah, I day. gotta work. Yeah. Damn. All right. Fuck, fuck you, losers. <laughs> I can make up an emergency. I take back what I said about you guys being cool and stuff. You guys. 
Yeah, we have mouths to feed. God damn it. You guys will never be fun. <laughs> next time. Next time you're swinging through here. Neil, I'll work on getting you a show down here as an yes. excuse oh, for us to hang well, out, I am, buddy. I am coming through Sunday because I'm coming from Lafayette to Huntsville. Okay, yeah. You'll oh, be yeah, you're probably definitely I'll text, I'll text yeah. you guys. I'll text you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Let's get, get the plan sure. going. We're doing this live on the podcast, guys. It's time to go. It's been way over an hour. <laughs> let's let's oh, people get out of here. People don't like this part. People don't like the. I don't think they do. I don't think they like the part. People don't like the part where I look together. on a map. <laughs> no, I don't think they like that content. <laughs> but uh, Neil, we love you, buddy. Yo, thank you thanks, so guys. much. Thanks so much, man. Dude, yeah, no, so- thank you. Thank you nah. so much for coming back on a second time. Dude, thanks for having me, man. I would I would love for you to come on anytime I ask. I'm definitely gonna hit you up again. I mean, well, what, I'm gonna start saying no now. Pro- <laughs> now in the eleventh hour. That be? <laughs> but listen, all of you out there listening to this right now, go follow Neil at Neil Rubenstein on uh, Instagram. Go to neilrubenstein.com and then Steen, you can get- dude. It's Jason. It's Neil Rubenstein, Neil, dude. How do you want me to say it? Do you want me to say I- it Stein or Steen? Whatever's comfortable for you, buddy. Yeah, however, whatever makes you, however you feel it in your heart. This is why I think that that the uh, Mandela effect is real. Because when I was a kid, and I read the Berenstain Bears, I used to ask my mom, "How do you pronounce it? Is it Steen or Stein?" And she said, "It's pronounced however you want to want to say it. You could say it either way." So that's why I remember it as the Berenstain Bears. And then we get older, and it's the Berenstain Bears, and I'm like. What does Nelson Mandela have to do with all this? But, you know, apparently he does. I just love that, like, an entire generation was so, uh, like, was so hard up to not admit they were wrong that they were like, (laughs) no, obviously there's a rift in time and space. Hey, I will believe in more of a rift in time and space than I'm wrong, okay? I couldn't possibly be wrong. (laughs) And then that generation blames the older generation for being stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) Go follow this man at Neil Rubenstein on Instagram. Go to neilrubenstein.com and then go to, you can get to his special from there. Or if you're, if you're just on YouTube, go look up Neil Rubenstein, have some dignity and watch one of the best comedy hours you're ever going to see. Nice to hear, man. Thank you so much, man. Dude, it's a pleasure, man. Dude, I'm telling you, it was, it was one of, it's in my top five best comedy specials of the year. Thanks, Easy. man. But, uh, Jacob, Thanks. anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, we already went super long. Steve Burns coming on next month. If you're not a patron, get in the Patreon right now. We're doing big things. Steve Burns a huge post. get. Dude, I'm really... Neil, I'm dumb, dude. <laughs> but I'm really good at getting people on this podcast. And I'm somehow really good at getting people to read our blog. Thousands of people are reading our blog. So go to openmicers.com and read my blog, yeah. guys. Yeah, put plug the fucking special in the blog. Then what am I doing on yeah, the blog? Do that, Jacob. Do that <laughs> I tonight. Will. Go put it on there. I'll I'll write a review of it if you promise to share it. Me? Yes. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> if I just wanna... wasted an hour and fifteen minutes with you lunatics. I'm not gonna share a blog. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna hit a button, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit a share button. I'd rather <laughs> hit the button. Why can't we just skip to that? I gotta fucking talk to you, losers. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I'll uh, I'll give it a rewatch and I'll and I'll write a review. Awesome. All right, well, man. If you be guys want to email us, email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. Go to openmikers.com, like Jacob said, and, and read his blog stuff. And then you can go to uh, Linktree slash Open Micros Podcast. That takes you everywhere. You need to go to our Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we will see all of you next week. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.